Mood.tv So I was on uh, MIRC the other day. <laughs> Merck? That's like old days. Yeah, and this guy, his name was uh, Sandwich Man Jared. He was reaching out to me. <laughs> he kept on asking for my ASL. <laughs> Does Merck still exist in the world? I don't know. I think there still are IRCs out there, which is Internet Relay Chat. Is that what that is? Yes, that is what that is, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I remember that was the Wild West those days. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is Awesome segue. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like that's usually how it goes. It's usually that's something true. like that. That's true. Just let me ask you a question on the podcast, and we are flying alone together with EJ5000 and I today. Yeah, we've had about a month of, of OG back and forth, so uh, we will have guests in the future. We're just, uh, you know, mask mandates gone, so people are people are not picking up their phones anymore. Yeah, people are busy now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last week we had Kirk Douglas. He was all lined up, and now... He's dead, isn't he? He's not going to be showing up anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, I think he's I think he's dead. Is Kirk? What, a couple of the Douglases are dead. He's got to be in his in his 90s or 100s <laughs> if he's still alive. <laughs> I mean... Let's get somebody who's alive, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're out there. Okay, it's just us together. And to be honest, I'm not sure where the question is here, but I just want to sift through something together because it rubs me the wrong way. And I'm trying to figure out why. So when you ride the subway right now in New York, there's all this messaging. And one of the pictures has a little character wearing a mask. And underneath it, it says something to the effect of, you could save a life. And for some reason, it actually sort of bothers me. Because I think maybe why is it's because it's making out to be heroic what should just be the bare minimum that we do. And I think my comparison in my head is if they're willing to say that you are heroic and saving a life by wearing a mask, it's similar to me as me deciding that I'm going to murder someone. And when I don't murder them, I've saved their life. I don't know where the question is, though. I think the question is, what's up with that? Why are these signs a thing? It's not an uncommon sign format. It only goes two ways, like don't hurt yourself and don't hurt other people. And the don't hurt yourself ones are always like, duh, don't touch the high voltage thing. Don't feed the bears. <laughs> yeah. There's another one I've seen. I think it's like wear a seatbelt, save a life, and don't text and drive, save a life. But those two hit differently because if I'm wearing a seatbelt, I'm saving my own life. Not that I'm selfish, but like, yeah, I, I'll wear a seatbelt to protect myself. I'm not going to text and drive because I shouldn't. But the implication comes on that if I am, I'm going to murder somebody and there's no alternative. Like, it's almost, yeah, I don't know. It's very extreme. Yeah, it's so extreme. I just think, I think the problem is it's making out something that should not be heroic. It's making it into something heroic. Like, what's wrong with just asking people to wear masks because... It just is a little safer. <laughs> like, you don't need to deck, you don't need to put it in a tuxedo, I don't think. And I wonder if anybody, you know, is seeing this messaging and then feeling like really heroic because they're wearing the mask. I hope so, because, you know, marketing people are, are a specific type of people. 
<laughs> there's the ones that like you know marketing people, don't you? I'm technically a marketing person. Yeah, you're a marketing boy. But I know that there's like 50% hocus pocus, and then there's 50% science, but it's not always 50% of either. So I think uh <laughs> You know, you got to pick your audience, who you're trying to sell to. What are you trying to sell? Why are you trying to sell it? Is it a Tuesday or a Thursday? If you look at any company's logos, they change them every other year. But if there's any science behind that, then the science is that you should change it all the time. Uh, And not that like, oh, well, now it's flat. Now it's got a drop shadow. So, you know, as far as all that stuff goes, like there's a cultural fad that is always going on. But I think what we're talking about in this case is the law of numbers and I'm probably a majority of people are kind of selfish and need to hear that they're heroes in order to do the right thing. Yeah, maybe. And that the people that are already doing the right thing, that sign's not for them. And those are the people like you and me are there like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is somebody sitting there looking around after seeing this sign and going like, where's the thanks? Where's the praise? You know, like they're actually upset because they are clearly saving people's lives by wearing the mask. I mean, I guess you could literally ask if I did decide to do something that could kill someone and then decide to, to not do it. Am I entitled to think that I've saved them? No, no freaking way. Yeah, it's nuts. It's totally nuts. That is a crazy sentiment. It's crazy that they put that on a poster. But if it works... And if it even works one time, might be worth the millions of dollars that they, well, tens of thousands of dollars. But on the inverse, do you think it's turning anybody where it's like, I don't want to be, I'm not a hero, not today. Nope. (laughs) I'm not a hero. Take their mask off. I was doing this for other reasons, but now that you're trying to pose this this extremism, I'm going to take it off. (laughs) It's only harmful that ad if anybody goes contrary on it right even if one or two people are like yeah not for nothing maybe i am a heroes if i wear my mask (laughs) so if it works again for any of that percentage of people that's going to work on because i don't think that a lot of signage like that for this kind of thing this late in the game is going to be working on most people so you're really scatter shooting for a very specific type of person (laughs) the people who up to this point do not think it's a good idea to wear a mask for some reason. And so we're trying to fool them into being heroes by wearing a mask. Yeah. Like that's, that is the audience that those, those very few people. It seems very condescending. It's like, why don't they just have a sign on the subway that says masks required? Yeah. Like there's no heroism there. It's just how it is right now. But it's kind of, I feel a little condescending to build up this ridiculous picture of people being heroes for doing the bare minimum that we could do. Can I use my my awesome marketing brain and synergize and circle round and make some fluidity <laughs> with those two ideas? Oh yeah. Heroes required. Wear a mask. Heroes required. See, that's that's nicer. That is nicer. I think it is. I mean, it's still bullshit, but it's still bullshit though, yeah. But at least it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're going for there. But to be clear, just to circle back. <laughs> If I did decide to do something super dangerous that could kill somebody and then I didn't do it, I'm not saving them, right? Or am I saving them? That would be like, don't run around in the street with uh, (laughs) knives while you're blindfolded. Don't throw babies. Be a hero. (laughs) Don't drink poison. Be a hero. (laughs) It just, it seems just like common sense and nothing else. And nothing else. It's not heroic. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's take a little break. We will be we will be right back to talk a little bit more about a little bit more about 
common sense. wonderful little break i felt like a hero on that break because i was breaking and that's that's what we do us heroes <laughs> i mean you could have killed someone but you saved their life instead murdered zero people during that break so i must be a hero Fucking hero yeah so a great thing happened to one of our regular guests and fellow podcaster sean arajo he just wrapped up a phenomenal weekend of shows with another great podcaster todd glass he got this great opportunity to play some drums for for some live comedy which is awesome and to celebrate the heroism of that to be a live musician right whenever you can be getting out there and, and, and starting the world back up again we have a writing question from sean Anthony, do you have that question handy? I do. I've got it queued up right here. So Sean writes in and he writes the following question. Are cocky people always annoying to you or only when they don't have the skills slash expertise to back it up? This is a fun one. So this is the Raphael question. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Raphael of the... I'm saying that kind of funny, aren't I? Raphael. Raphael. Raphael? Raphael. Yeah, Ra. I do like the Jersey thing. Raffy. It's a uh, the Raffy. <laughs> Raff. <laughs> Raff. So he was on this show called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For those of you who don't know, it was a cartoon in the '90s, predicated on a comic book. But the one character, Raphael, he was like the sarcastic, cocky guy. But he was amazing to watch. He had the best lines. Probably, I would think a lot of people's favorites. But we've addressed on this show before. Those are the worst people to be around in real life. <laughs> it's very tiring and, and it gnaws on you. And it's exhausting to give people that much attention where they think that they're the star of the show all the time. On a show, it's different because we have the party dude, the leader, the smart guy to even it out. But to be with a Raphael is very exhausting. But there are some people who are kind of cocky that I... I've, come across where I'm like right on I think a lot of it is predicated on that skill though I, I think that that is probably the 99 to be percentilely engaged as we are on this show again just making up all sorts of words today that's that's how we do it 99% yes I think you need to be you got to have the skills to to pay the bills so you have to have the the walk for the talk as they say otherwise you are an annoying asshole <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that cocky people are categorically annoying and there's no way out of it. I think because if you got a cocky person that is not good at what they do, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and, it's, and it's fucking fantastic when you meet people like that because, man, you um, like, you know, you play. I've played plenty of shows with plenty of different musicians and it's always really funny when the musician is so cocky going in 
and then they're absolutely terrible, <laughs> provided that they have enough self-worth through the cockiness to not be personally that affected, because then it's just funny. Like, it's funny all around. Huh. Like, there's this great story. This is not a gig that I did, but I know this British guitarist that used to play pantomimes back on the West End. And he said there was this one other guitar player subbing in for the night. And the whole show, he's looking ahead. He's looking ahead at the music for this really particularly tricky spot. And they're playing a couple songs, and then they have a little break, and he looks ahead. He's, like, fingering it on the guitar. He's kind of making sure that he, he gets it just right. He's sweating bullets. All right, we play another couple songs. Then he looks again. He's practicing. He practices. They finally get there, and he butchers it. He just <laughs> butchers it. And he looks up, and he goes, not as hard as it looks. <laughs> And I just, I love stuff like that. I love it. It's so much worse when the person's actually talented because there's just a much more insidious self-importance there that I really, I really don't like. I mean, the whole thing with cockiness is that you make yourself more than yourself. Yeah. That's a, the, the basics of cockiness. Can you be cocky and and humble at the same time? Like, can you think that you're great, but then be like one of those self-deprecating people at the same time? Or is that... Those that's not really the same thing. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, certainly comedians do that. I think there's a lot of comedians that have like a certain pathos, like that's their whole shtick. So they are cocky, but they also are displeased with themselves. Well, it's hard though, because what is the performance? Huh. This is getting back into, we've been liking talking about this recently, but there's that performance within a performance. Like if I'm a comedian and my, and my shtick is being kind of pathetic, put upon. But at, at the end of the day, when I get off the stage, I could be supremely cocky about how good I am at that shtick. Yeah. Or, or inversely, your whole shtick could be that you're cocky, but then really you are a little shy. Totally. So, I mean, I think the truth of the matter is that there's always there's always some middle ground there and there is always some kind of performance there, I think. Huh. So my percentage is going to come down a little bit based upon that for sure, because there are, there is a, a Venn diagram of actual cockiness versus performance cockiness versus cockiness for self-preservation. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different gradations within that. But I mean, to wear it, to be, for cockiness to be the thing you lead with, like your primary signifying apparatus, I think is not a great way to go. I do love what you're saying, though, where someone is... I don't think I've ever seen it. And I wish I did see in the wild where they're like super cocky and they are terrible at things. Like, yeah, it's great. That's the best. See, ultimate straight man. That is like one of the funniest things in life where someone could be so sure of themselves and be <laughs> terrible and still be sure of themselves yeah. within certain gigs. You know, right. like I, we've all had bosses like that and that is the worst. But like, like you said, for a performance or something like that, love it. Love that idea. Those people are truly blessed. I mean, to be able to have, to feel so good about yourself and come away unscathed from events like that, where where you totally blowing it is not something that's going to affect your sleep at all. It just seems like you have been endowed with an amazing, amazing gift. And it's better to be that way, probably, than to even be aware, you know, like it's just it just seems like such a nice way. As long as you're not being a dick to other people, like although even that's funny, though, because it's going to give everybody it, it's going to delight the rest of the world how terrible you are. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of the times of whenever you see the, the pre boxing match 
showdowns where, you know, the guys get together to like pose for photos for a really popular boxing match. And there's like time and time again, you see the one guy is like super cocky and he's getting up in the other guy's face <laughs> and like prodding him and pushing him, spitting on him. And then it gets to the actual match and he gets his ass whooped immediately. <laughs> and then after the match, he still acts like, oh yeah, that wasn't nothing. That was, you know, like just zero steps lost, zero beats lost. And that happens a lot, you know, where it's, it's like you're saying the cocky guy just doesn't even, he doesn't even know that he lost. Like he's, he's completely, he's not defeated because in his brain, he never lost, even if he lost. Yeah. 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 Like, I always wonder if it would it be better. I mean, this is just more, more broad. I don't know if it's necessarily cocky or not. Like, would it always be better to go through life thinking that you are the shit, regardless of if you are or not? Like, is that just a better way to move through life? Yeah, I mean, fake it till you make it. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of that stuff is self-fulfilling prophecy anyway. You know, like you're, you create an expectation of yourself in your head and you kind of go along with whatever your expectation is. So if you expect yourself to be great, I think you have a better chance of being great, which I know sounds like a lot of like uh, very easy wishwashy uh, hashtag thanks I'm fixed uh, hocus pocus. <laughs> but there's a lot of truth to, I think, that mind over matter within your own brain too. But even if you're patently not great, yeah. Like, it's just a better way to be. Yeah, I would think so, right? Why? Why feel bad about yourself? I think so, too. I mean, you would feel bad about yourself. You would feel good about yourself, with the main words being bad and good. I would like to feel good, not bad. So why not <laughs> Why not feel good about myself or try to? Yeah, I mean, there's. I guess there's no real reason ever to not. It's just amazing how we can build up so much neuroses about, about ourselves and being shitty and you know, like a post imposter syndrome and things like that. I mean, that's that shit's real. Yeah, yeah. And where wherever that stuff comes from. Wouldn't it be so nice to just be like, I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> whenever I enter a room, I go, I'm Anthony DeAngelis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a conversation we had, and I think we both agreed we're gonna walk into a room and say, I'm Greg Baldwin. <laughs> That was how we ended that conversation. <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be so great though to think that way. Like I just uh, that would be such a wonderful gift, I think. So anyways, but as long as you're not like, I don't know. I guess the thing is like how how awful are you to other people? I think that's the thing about cockiness that can really suck. Yeah, and, and how much time you have to spend with that person. Again, like if we're if we're an outsider of a one-off, perfect. If it's somebody you have to deal with every day, I could see that being very exhausting unless they have these wonderful <laughs> mishaps every day where they're like super cocky and they self-own every day. Then it might be like, you know, pull out the popcorn and that'd be great. I don't, <laughs> I'm sure those scenarios don't exist very often, but, you know, like just like to have a high diver be like super cocky and just like belly flop every day. Like I could live that life, not, not be that person, but I could watch that. That'd be great. But you know, as far as like a, I work an office job and my boss is that person, that'd be a little rough. Yeah. Or your neurosurgeon. Hey, it's a one-off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what they call it when the patient dies? A one-off? Yeah. It's a one-off. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> this one was a one-off. Non-episodic. It's uh... <laughs> I mean, that's like the doctor coming out to the family and going, the good news is they never have to have surgery again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a cheap one. No, 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 no more. One and done. Do you get a discount if they die? 
Oh, I like that. Is there a discount? I bet not. Same bill. Same bill. Yeah, I mean, listen, but... Although, I mean, if they die, though, I mean, how do you pay them? Are you, is it hourly? How do you pay a doctor for an, an ER situation? Oh, my goodness. The bills are astronomical. But is it hourly or is it just by device or what they're using or both? Yeah, it... It's, it's a couple different things. Uh, I have a lot of experience, not only family-wise, but also personally. I have a great story where I got sliced into a certain part of my body. We can get into that some other time. But um, yeah, they charge you by the bed, by depending on the hospital, by the quarter day. And then once you get past a certain time, it's a full next day kind of thing. So that's why you'll probably hear a lot of times, whether it be tangentially or in movies where it's like, I wanted to get in after this time with my pregnancy so I could get the extra day on my insurance because they do it by like weird hours and stuff. Then they also charge you by the pill or the device, like you're saying, and then yeah, they also right, charge right. you by the doctor. And it's kind of like, but yeah, okay. Even if the doctor sees you for a minute, it counts as the doctor seeing you. It counts as like the day, even if it's okay. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like I'm wondering. Yeah, that actually makes more sense because what I'm wondering is if, say, if. What I was thinking is that it might be like a minutely or an hourly thing. So if I'm in the ER and I know the patient's going to die, but the, the minute hand is not crossed the threshold that's going to get me to the next payment. Do you mm. keep them like, do you just try to keep them alive longer? You know, like, is it dark? Is it real dark like that? They hit it with the paddles one more time. Yeah. <laughs> or or is it like just uh, the doctor being in the room is always going to be no matter if it's a 48-hour ER surgery or a five-minute jammer, same price. I think if they were getting paid by the minute slash hour, there'd be a lot more alive people right now. I think there'd be a lot more hero doctors out there. <laughs> doctors wearing masks on the subway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there we go. That's uh, Don't be cocky. Don't be cocky. I mean, I guess you do you. Better if you're shitty at everything. Then be cocky all you want. That's much better. And certainly be confident. Try to work on liking yourself, I, th I think. Yeah. If you can waltz through life just being super confident in everything you do, no matter how badly you do it, then God bless you. Yeah, confidence confidence versus cockiness, right? That's the real battle, I guess. Yeah, I guess Yeah, that's an interesting distinction. Cockiness is definitely uh, like the evil twin of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't address that either. So many things you could talk about. All right. Well, we've settled some things. This has been Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. You can dial in at 929-352-6173. You can send us an email at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Pod. That's L-M-A-Y-A-Q. Pod. And then you can go to moot.tv. You can check out the other podcasts. You can check out the Derek D. Dozen. It's got some new stuff coming out. You can check out Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. And you can check out White Wasabi. And you can buy all the swag. You can go to Reddit. You can follow us on our little subreddit. We always post our questions. And we would love to start getting dialogues going there. We want to hear how you feel about these things. And if you have any other things that you think about that we could try it out on the show. Like we've done with our good buddy, Sean Arajo. Uh, you can also check us out on TikTok, though I don't know what the content situation is there. But uh, it exists, so I don't know. Get in there. What else we got? Anything? I think you got it covered. That's pretty good, man. I'm, I'm confident that you got everything covered. And uh, Are you cocky about it? I cockily say uh, thank you for listening, everybody. This has been pretty fun. Cocky. It's also a disgusting word. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Ugh. All right. So long, everybody.
Mood.tv. I don't want to be, I'm not a hero, not today. Nope. Cocky.